This is the Town Roots Podcast, episode number 11. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. This is the first episode in our Oakland Real Estate Roundup series. The next three episodes contain market views from local real estate agents and mortgage brokers. Today we hear from Deirdre Joyner of Red Oak Realty and Brady Thomas of LaSalle Mortgage Services. First up is Deirdre. The current market right now in Oakland is we are set to uh, receive a surge in inventory. The fall market is historically the second strongest selling season of the year. The first strongest selling season is spring. Um, that being said, the time between Labor Day and um, Thanksgiving is the last push before the holidays. So we'll likely get an increase in the inventory, which is great because we have had a lack of inventory for years. Um, this does not mean as a seller that you can just simply put your house on the market and people will give you bags of money. Um, you have to come correct to the market and really prepare it because right now buyers are feeling very fatigued. They're feeling stretched and a house has to feel valuable to a buyer. So that means that right now, most sellers are spending between 30 to $70,000 to get their house on the market. And some of those things will pay you three to four times back a return on the investment. But some things are just fixing uh, fixing your house up just to kind of be current standard, meaning you move out of your house and the walls need to be painted or uh, your bathtub needs uh, new caulking or the grout and tile need deep cleaning. So the, the misconception is that anything will sell in this market because that is not the case. If you think of the real estate market, um, think about this. A lot of buyers are younger and younger and they start their search online and it's almost like online dating. Um, the pictures, the content um, have to grab a buyer to make them want to take the extra effort to go and view the house with their agent or come to a Sunday open house. So while we are desperately looking for more inventory or quality inventory, buyers are, um, you have to really make sure that you show well to get the highest possible price in this market. I do think that the market is going to stay strong over the next six months. We have no indication that it is going to soften. Softening is an interesting thing because there are seasonal lulls. We definitely saw a seasonal lull in July um, and part of August. And I think that that was because there was a lot of pent up demand from COVID. This was the first opportunity many people had to take a vacation. And I think people did. Um, but here's the deal. Just because you're the only offer doesn't mean that you will prevail as a buyer in this market. I had a listing that was on the market in July, and on offer date, we only received one offer, and it was low, and my seller rejected it. And 
10 days later, we got an offer for $200,000 more. So um, there's this misconception that, you know, if you write an offer at full price or if you write an offer and you're the only offer that a buyer will take it. So um, that's something that you need to know as a buyer. A big piece of advice that I would share with buyers is in our market, many listing agents are listing homes 10 to 40% under uh, values in the area, meaning let's just say the average sold price in the neighborhood is $1.5 million dollars. A seller and their listing agent may put a house on the market at 1-1 or 1-1-9-5 to uh, create um, a lot of interest and try to set the table for a multiple offer bidding war. So as a buyer, do not look at list price as an indication of value. You really need to take a deep dive into the market. You and your agent should definitely read the disclosures, understand the property condition, and then review currently sold homes in the area and see what they're selling for. And then take an even deeper dive to figure out, are you comparing apples to apples with the sold data or apples to pineapples? So really and truly, you have to look at the sold data and then most people are setting an offer date in this market, which means... They will not accept an offer as they come, meaning you see a house, you love it, you want to write an offer on it that day. No, typically there's an offer due date. And so what I typically do when a buyer of mine is interested in a home and they want to write an offer, I am reaching out to that listing agent on multiple occasions to gauge the interest level to see how about how much competition there may be. If the market is still inclining and there's a house that sold for $1.5 million, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can get it for $1.5 million. That may mean that you have to write at $1.55 or $1.6. You have to gauge the interest. I understand that this is a little overwhelming to some buyers um, and some buyers are waiting for the market to soften. That may or may not happen. That is why it is really important to buy smart. Buy something that you really love, something that you would be excited about if your offer was accepted, something that you feel good about, and something that would suit your needs for seven to 10 years or more. That way, if values soften in any way, you're not affected. It's almost like buying a stock. You buy a stock typically for long-term investment, and if there is a high in the market or a low in the market, it doesn't affect you because you're not cashing out. A few pieces of advice, if something seems too good to be true, it just might be. Um, definitely read all of the disclosures, all of the reports. I'm seeing several uh, further inspection items on inspection reports in which the sellers are not investigating um, and a buyer could be stuck with um, some unknowns if they buy and waive contingencies. Um, read uh, your natural hazard report 
and definitely ask questions to your agent, especially if you're a first-time buyer and you've never gone through this before. It's really important to buy smart and work with someone you trust. And if you are in the process of selecting an agent, um, if you don't feel comfortable talking on Sensor, then they're probably not the agent for you. Um, you want someone who knows what they're doing, who's been in business for a while, who's kind of gotten some bumps and bruises along the way and some experience so that they can better protect you. Um, and if you would like to reach out to me, um, I'm Deidre Joyner, D-E-I-D-R-E, Joyner, J-O-Y-N-E-R, and I hang my license at Red Oak Realty. My email address is D-E-I-D-R-E at redoakrealty.com. So, yeah, hey, Deirdre did a great job on that. Um, you know, I really loved her, her synopsis of the market, of the local market. Um, I thought she hit a lot of good notes. And kind of my three takeaways, I don't know about you, but, but mine were, number one, buy smart and buy something that you should be happy with for seven to ten years. Number two, if something looks too good to be true, it probably is. And number three, more buyers are starting online, you know, specifically because she's talking about younger buyers coming into the market, um, which makes total sense to me, right? I mean, if you're getting younger buyers into the market, it makes sense that that uh, they're starting online. Oh, yeah, I agree totally. Yeah, so for me, I, th- I, I thought she did an excellent job as well. I think the the things that I took away from it were were probably most importantly uh, the inventory, um, seeing that you know we may have a little bit more in- inventory coming on um, towards the end of the year, and then getting ready for uh, the spring selling season. Uh, so uh, there could be some deals during the holidays. Uh, you never know. Uh, then the other uh, thing that she touched on, and I think is really important, is, is really do your due diligence on on the home that you're buying. Uh, so don't just um, mess around during your inspection period. Make sure that you you know everything about the house that you're about to uh, put a sizable chunk of your your uh, your assets into, uh, because it's very important that you you have exactly the type of house you need that is not going to require you to spend you know, a, a huge chunk of money just to repair it, to be able to live in it. So like, I think she hit some very salient points about like how we should be looking at the market and how we should buy homes in this time right now. Okay. Next up, we have Brady Thomas, who's a mortgage broker with LaSalle Mortgage Services. The big change in lending um, came after the 2008 mortgage meltdown. Um, we had the Dodd-Frank Act in 2012, 2013, that really changed the rules um, around lending and around disclosure of what banks have to show to clients in order to make a compliant loan. Um, so we've been kind of seeing the effects of that for the last seven or eight years. Um, in the last year or two, the big change obviously has been COVID. Um, so lenders are very sensitive when it comes to buying and refinancing um, that clients are able to show that they have and will continue to make payments. So that's us looking at credit, income, and assets, but also providing proof that any that nobody raised their hand to ask for mortgage forgiveness or forbearance due to COVID. 
if you did that, even though the banks allowed for it, it is very difficult to then turn around and get another bank to lend to you. So if you're trying to refinance a mortgage and you just recently had forbearance, oftentimes you have to make three, six, 12 payments in a row before they'll give it or give you a new mortgage. Uh, same thing with purchasing. Uh, and then six months, I kind of see more of the same. I think rates are going to stay low um, until we come out the other side of this pandemic, whatever the heck that looks like. Rates really can't move up. Um, rates move in opposition to the economy as a whole. So when the economy is negative, that's positive for rates. So that pushes rates down. And we're definitely in a period where uh, that outlook is relatively bleak. Um, so I think rates will stay low. In the Bay Area, there's no more land to build. So it's not like Vegas where you can keep building out. Um, and so there's really just no inventory. And that's along with the fact that uh, we have such a diverse economy with tech jobs, the port, uh, universities, hospitals, the financial sector. Um, the fact that our economy, our local jobs market is so good has mean, has meant, um, that, you know, there's plenty of buyers out there and more buyers than there are properties to purchase. So we're going to see this continue. Now, the, the one thing that could pop up is, um, we could have a situation where, the other shoe drops, all the people that took mortgage forbearance and deferment, um, or we see a wave of foreclosures, uh, evictions that, that, you know, destabilize the market. But, um, from what we're seeing right now, assuming nothing catastrophic globally, uh, or nationally, we'll probably see, can see values continue to rise, rates stay low. Uh, my big advice to any buyers in this market is, you know, if you can afford a property, um, if you can, you know, deal with the monthly payments and you really love the house, now's a great time to buy just like any other time. Um, if you end up buying at the top of the market, that sucks. But again, if you can afford the payments and you love the home, you just hunker down, stay put. You don't sell under duress. So if you buy at the top and then values go down in six months, don't sell at the bottom. Just stay in your home, continue to make payments. Um, and you're going to be fine. We know values will come back again. There's no more land to build here in the Bay Area. So values will come back even, you know, nationally where we saw home values drop 20 and 30% in the Bay Area. We saw only drops of 10 and 15% at the last adjustment. So um, this is a great place to own real estate. And I believe that very strongly. Um, you know, for sellers, yeah, if you're going, if you're leaving the marketplace, great sell your home, you'll get, you'll get a windfall and you can go buy. The one big issue is if you leave the Bay, it's really tough to come back. Your home that you purchase in a different market will not appreciate the same way it would here. Um, so I see a lot of people that sell and move and then it's extremely difficult to come back. So as long as you're leaving and you're not coming back, you should be okay. Yeah. So you can find me online, uh, Brady Thomas, uh, the company I work for is LaSalle Mortgage. We have a Yelp presence that's under Team Thomas. Um, and then uh, my email is bthomas at lasallemortgage.com. And my number is 510-501-0504. So, yeah, that was Brady. I thought Brady was great. Would you? What, what did you think about what Brady had to say? No, I, I felt like what he was saying is, is spot on and represents what what you can see in the market right now, or just like your naked eye and, and a little bit of Google uh, internet research. So yeah, no, I, I think what he said is good. Uh, one now, of the things that you thought were, were important. 
Uh, yeah, well, I loved it when we said rates were going to stay low. That's great. Even though I did just refi, so <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess maybe I don't need to be as concerned about that. But um, but but I was very very happy with the refi that I just did. Um, but what you know, one thing he brought up, which I thought was interesting, was that you know we just went through this. Um, you know, we're still going through the 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 pandemic, but. You know, one thing in the in the height of the pandemic was that lenders were letting people do forbearances um, to um, to push their payments out. And I thought it was interesting how he brought up the the fact that hey, they let you do it, but they're kind of penalizing people for it now. That you need six to twelve months of of on time payments before anyone will let you do a refi or or uh, get into a new loan. Yeah, I mean, and that feels right. I mean, they they just want to make sure that like you're you're able to maintain the responsibility of paying the mortgage. Cause I mean, even if you refi and you're still being negatively affected by the, the uh, pandemic, no rate is going to save you from that. So, I mean, it's, it, that makes sense. No, for sure. It makes sense. It was just like, you know, they all said, Hey, if you want to do this, you can. And then on the back end, they're like, well, yeah, we know we told you you could, but now we're going to, you know, we're going to stick it to you. Yeah, you know, there are no free lunches in any of this stuff, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Thank, thank, thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com. 